Unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably heard about Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, and how it's the highest grossing tour of all time. But did you ever stop and think about how Taylor got in shape for this three and a half hour show that she performs every couple of days or so for almost a year? I know personally, I've been super curious when I have seen artists running around the stage performing their tracks as if they are just doing it standing still. And funnily enough, I came across an article where Taylor shares a little bit about her training regime in the lead up to this tour. So I was curious and wondered if there was actually anything we could learn from Taylor's training and nutrition regime. And here is what I found out. So according to People Magazine, Taylor would run every single day on a treadmill while singing the set list for her show. For the fast songs, she would run fast and a jog or a fast walk when she did her slower songs. According to other sources, she started preparing six months before the tour began. After the run, she'd also strength train at her gym and take dance classes on top of that as well. She was alcohol free during her prep for this tour aside from one day and hasn't drank throughout the entire tour since she started as well. And between the super intense days where she was performing three shows back to back in different cities, she would stay in bed almost all day long and only get up to go and get food. I actually wasn't able to find too much other information on her diet, but based on what she said in past interviews, she follows a fairly intuitive approach and nothing seems to be off limits. So based on all of that information and as a fitness professional and putting my personal take on this, here are the three best things that I see about Taylor Swift's approach. So the first thing that I really liked is that she still continues to prioritize strength training even though she does a lot of running and cardio is a priority. If you asked anyone how they would maintain their performance on a stage, they would probably tell you that they need to do a ton of cardio they probably wouldn't have included strength training into that equation. And it's the same if someone is prepping for a marathon, for example, or if they're doing a triathlon. Usually the attention is towards the cardio and being able to actually have the physical stamina and fitness to be able to do the thing that they need to do. However, what I loved about this approach is even though that cardio was so, so important to Taylor's performance and her ability to sing on stage without and dance as well, don't forget about that too, whilst not losing her breath, obviously cardio was of major importance, yet she didn't neglect the strength training. And I think that's something that we can always take away. Even if our goals become a little bit more cardio-based, that should never mean that we neglect our strength training. It is gonna help us be strong. It's going to help us with our body composition. It's going to ultimately help keep our muscles and our bones healthy as well. And I feel that there is always a place for strength training in your repertoire, almost no matter what. Yes, the frequency might be a little bit lower compared to maybe if you had more aesthetic-based goals or strength-based goals. However, there is always a place for that. And I particularly like that about Taylor's routine. She continued to recognize the importance of strength training and continue to do it despite her goals mainly being cardio-based. Number two is that she's prepared to make sacrifices for her goals. Of course, this is her profession, but considering her set list is probably three hours long, I'd imagine she does at least 45 minutes of strength training and then does dance classes on top of this. She goes above and beyond to ensure she achieves her goal. And the other aspect is the alcohol side of things. And this is one I think we can all take something away from. Realistically, she doesn't have to give up alcohol. She's told in the past whilst drinking, and if anything, her environment is full of cues and temptations to drink. However, she 
chooses not to, to ensure her performance is optimal. A lot of us say that we can't stop drinking because we have to entertain clients, for example. Our social circle is always drinking. We're in places where it's full of alcohol. But this would 100% be the same for Taylor, except she knows what her priorities are and stays committed to them despite the obvious temptations that will exist. And the important thing I want you to take away from this is that it doesn't matter how small or big your goal is, sacrifices will be required and you will have to be willing to go through those in order to achieve a goal. And the bigger the goal, generally the bigger the sacrifices as well. Yet if you really, really see the importance of reaching your goal and performing in the most optimal way, then you'll know what those right choices are. And that's exactly what Taylor has embodied with her choices in preparation for this tour. And the next aspect that I was particularly impressed by was that she prioritizes her rest. So many of us never want to take a day off because we think we'll miss out on progress or that if we want more, we need to do more. In some cases, that is true. However, if you're already doing enough, which Taylor recognizes that she is, you need to give your body time to recover. I imagine these dead days, as she calls them, when she's doing nothing but eating and chilling are probably the vital key in ensuring that she can continue to perform at the intensity that she does. All the training is important, but if she doesn't allow her body and her mind to rest from time to time and recuperate, she'd likely burn out eventually. And that training might help her continue to perform, but probably not the level that she would want to without the rest. And a couple of things that weren't explicitly mentioned that I liked is that in these interviews, there was no mention of her body image or weight. There were no complaints about all that she has to do in order to achieve her goal. And finally, she's not an athlete. You'd expect this from an Olympian or a high-level athlete, but not necessarily from a musician. And from my understanding, she doesn't have an extensive background in sport or athletics or anything along those lines. So for those of you who don't love the gym or exercise, but see the purpose in order to get you to a goal, this is a great opportunity to take inspiration. So whether you're a Swifty or not, I feel there are a few things that you can take away from Taylor's routine. And if you want some of Taylor's results without having to run for hours per day, I have something for you. Throughout the festive season, I'm offering a free 30-minute strategy session with myself where you can book a call with me and we'll create a plan of action together that will make 24 the year that you achieve all of your health and fitness goals. Just head to the Calendly link below to book your call now and I look forward to talking to you guys very, very soon. So team, that is everything from me today. I hope this helped. Have an amazing week ahead and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.